Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Morning Huddle with David Hurlbutt. Weekday mornings at 8. Hey, where did we go? Days when the rains came. 8.30 in the morning. Friday, January 8th. I hope your 2021 is off to a great start here, folks. Go Fast Energy Drink hotline and text line if you have a question for me or my next guest. 303-831-1340. Call or text Jake's on the phones. I've got the text page pulled up in front of me, and he usually tells me anyway what I've missed. So we've got you covered. Okay, it feels like it's been a a long time since we've really chatted because the last few weeks have had all these holidays in there, short weeks. But here she is back in her third segment on Fridays, LLV, editor, milehighreport.com. Good morning, my friend. Good morning. I the the idea of getting back to some normalcy sounds really good. I think we'll all take that right about now. Oh my goodness! There's that laugh. That makes the day better. Um, Lori, I've got so much for you. So let's uh, let's let's start rolling here. Uh, just give me a thought or two on on the field. How the Broncos ended the season. How you feel about Vic? How you feel about Drew Locke? Uh, that sort of debacle at the end of the game against the Raiders, taking the timeout, giving them time to set up. Uh, how, how did the Broncos finish the season for you as a team on the field? Yeah, I was really disappointed, honestly, because I thought like to finish that way after fighting through that game was such a disappointment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I, I wrote in my post on Monday that honestly, I, I think that loss hit me more than any other this year just because I hate the Raiders. Sure. 
I hate losing to the Raiders. I would have been fine losing and, like, finding the silver lining in the better draft pick. But to, like, be so close and to then just kind of give it up because you can't manage the clock. And I don't – I blame Vic for that timeout a little. Like, I, uh, we can talk about it if you want. But I also – you know, Melvin Gordon – Going out of bounds yep. twice. Like, yep. you're a veteran. You know what to do. Run out the clock. Right. Totally. <laughs> and and then, you know, in that timeout there on the fourth down or on the two-point conversion, I can totally see where it happens. They score. We Vic knows they're probably going for two to win, so he is getting prepared for that, and he is focused on the defense. He's talking to his guys. He's looking at the defense. He doesn't know that the Raiders – are in mass confusion and that they can take advantage of that. But that's partly because he's calling the defense so much. So I think the lesson in that one is either he needs to give a little more leeway to, you know, letting Donatel call that stuff, you know, trust him more, or he needs to have someone else paying attention so that he doesn't miss that opportunity because that was a huge opportunity to miss. So it just, I just felt flat after that loss. I know. I hear you. Um, Number one, if you don't call the timeout, maybe they're you know they'll move back five yards. Who knows what they do at that point? Um, and number two, if they still get the two point conversion, at least you have a timeout uh, when you're trying yeah. to go for the game winning field goal. And I also didn't understand why they didn't try one more play uh, with nine yeah. seconds to go. Try and get five six more yards, but what the heck though? I know yeah. uh, I'm a Jersey guy here. I've never played football at the NFL level, so what do I know, Lloyd? But I do know we have a text That's here. Go ahead. I agree. I think that was maybe that showed to me a little lack of uh, confidence in your offense to to be able to strategize there. <laughs> Ironically, yeah. give it to Melvin Gordon; he can go out of bounds. He did it before. <laughs> I know, and he, <laughs> Melvin Gordon. Other than you know, yeah, you're right. I hear you now. I hear the joke in that. Sorry, yeah, he he knows where the <laughs> sidelines are. I got you. I got you. Boom, boom. Um, here's a text for you from uh, Danny, who's got a crush on you out here. LLV, is it time to make a long term deal with Justin Simmons? Or franchise one more year? No, I would make the long-term deal. <laughs> Lock him in. I don't know why we'd question it. I mean, I've always said, like, you can, sometimes you can, and to me, there are times to overpay and, and you know, maybe you're a little wrong or maybe you, you paid more than you could have. Mm-hmm. But there are players that are worth it. And this guy, he's young. So, you know, like keep him around and he he showed this year you know that he could play i think he played every game he played most of the snaps there were a couple games i think he played all the snaps and he made plays all year even on a terrible team mm-hmm. i mean good defense though so i would lock him in i, I would have i would do it now okay uh which they can do now the season's over you can start negotiating let's 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 get mm-hmm. on it um but you need a GM to start that. So here uh, I'm looking at the five candidates. <laughs> All the Denver Broncos. It's like a soap opera. Uh, here are the five candidates I'm looking on DenverBroncos.com. Harry, uh, Terry Fontenot from the Saints. Champ Kelly, uh, Kelly uh, who's got a little familiarity with the organization. George Patton, uh, Brian Stark, and uh, Dave Ziegler. Who do you like uh, out of those five to be the new GM? I think, I mean, I have to say I don't. I don't feel like I know each of them super well. I'm I'm not a big Ziegler's the Patriots guy, right? Correct, correct. Yeah, so he's a no. <laughs> <laughs> Champ Kelly, I do like. I mean, I think 
he, you know, he's he, the two organizations that I know a little bit of what he's done with them with Chicago and with the Broncos. You know, he was around to help bring in Peyton Manning and to get all those free agent signings in 2014. And I think, uh, you know, that shows that he, he has an eye for talent and he, you know, had some, some good gets at Chicago. And of course, his, I'm sure his familiarity with, with Vic would be good um, with just the Broncos organization. I mean, I think sometimes that gets overplayed a little bit about whether they have any connection to your franchise, but mm-hmm. it, it's not a especially. I think in our scenario, it's probably really good because you got to come in eyes wide open with the owner situation being what it is. And so I think that, you know, that gives him some advantage there. Just, you know, he knows, he yeah. knows the Pat Bolin, uh legacy he knows the drama, probably, or at least is very familiar with the family, and so I think he'll he'll be able to handle that better than maybe a GM who isn't familiar with the Broncos. Talking with Lori Latimer Volkman, editor, MileHighReport.com, a great website, everything Broncos. Uh, were you surprised Elway made that move? Do you think he was kind of pushed to make that move? What are your thoughts on Elway uh, you know, taking the president title and no more general manager? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I was surprised. I I figured I wouldn't have been surprised if this happened next year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I certainly thought that Elway might be getting tired of being GM, might be tired of, the, you know, just sort of being associated with this when it's, you know, it's been hard to kind of get back to, to the winning tradition. Um, but I would have thought he would have wanted to, to uh, wait out his contract and, and, you know, Elway's a fighter, too. I mean, he's a competitor. So oh, sure. I, I didn't see him giving up until he had, had kind of gotten it at least back on the right track. And this year was such an unfortunate year to, to do that for anybody. And it certainly didn't turn out well for the Broncos. And so for Elway to leave now, I do not think it's his choice. I think he was definitely uh, encouraged yeah. strongly. I get you. I hear you. <laughs> I'm on the same page with you there. Okay, Lori, uh, you're not in Denver, but of course you're dialed in, you're plugged into everything Broncos. Uh, all the talk here, like the last 12 hours or so, is pick up the phone and see what the Houston Texans want for Mr. Watson. <laughs> uh, do you pick up that phone? You interested? I am. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear I, it? I Did love... you hear that in her voice, Jake? I am. <laughs> it's like, you know, you know, would you like a date with George Clooney? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I love Deshaun Watson. I have liked him since he was at Clemson. Yep. A little uh, personal story here. My brother works for Habitat for Humanity in, in uh, South Carolina, and he's met Deshaun not really when Deshaun was actually you know living in a Habitat house in Georgia and not his whole background story, but he did a lot with ha- Habitat South Carolina when he was at Clemson, and he was always helping promote and he'd go out on builds and my brother speaks very highly of his, you know, just his demeanor and his character as a yes. person off the field, which I think we all see anyway. Mm-hmm. And 
watching him on the field, and I've always felt sorry for him. I, I would, I would love to have him in Denver. I hope for his sake he gets out of that debacle, or at least the Texans fix their debacle because he is too good of a player and a person to be in that hot mess. I know. Yeah, so. you don't want to see a career wasted. Uh, he's look. He's still so. a baby. He's twenty five. Okay, so this is the scenario I threw by Jake. Uh, okay, I'm the Texans. Uh, I want three number ones and Jerry Judy. Oh, not Jerry Judy. I want something. But I would. (laughs) (laughs) We're negotiating it. To me, like, the three number ones normally would be like a a deal breaker, right? But I think Deshaun Watson is that good. I don't know that the. What I think. I don't think the Texans would want Judy. Would they want Judy? I think they. Um, I don't know. I'm just. I just picked a, a rising star. Yeah. I would. I mean, but there'd be a lot of players who I'd hate to see go, but I might give them up. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I um, mean, I, Judy would be tough. I, I mean, partly because you know he's he, he's our our first round draft pick. He's going to be good. You're going to want to keep some targets, obviously, if you bring in a great quarterback, especially a, one with the arm that Deshaun Watson has. Yeah. Um. I think, you know, I think what we might see is if they're even planning and talking about this is some of our other stars or, a, you know, possibly a Von Miller or, you you know, I don't know. Yeah. A, but it's um, going to be it's going to have to be three number ones, because I was talking to Jake on the break. If Jamal Adams goes to Seattle for two number ones and he's a safety, yeah. then, you know, a franchise quarterback should be at least three number ones. So could you at least, can you part with three number ones starting with this year? The number nine pick? I think I could. Uh, I Yes, I could this year. It's tough, isn't it? <laughs> it is tough. I mean, it. but this is, and this is the, the tricky dilemma is you, we have no, we have seen, we have seen for the last five years, not having a franchise quarterback kills you. Yeah. So, so the draft picks are hard to give up, but draft picks are, they they're always a gamble. I would say that our our first round picks the last couple of years have been really great players. And to say you know would you have taken Deshaun Watson and not had Bradley Chubb? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean I love Bradley Chubb. I don't really want to give him up. Mm-hmm. But a franchise quarterback does not come around as easily as an edge rusher in the first round or a cornerback or a safety or anybody. I hear you. So, I know they don't grow on trees. Lori? They do not. And. Just, and also, Deshaun Watson has been my fantasy football quarterback for a couple of years, and I love him. He comes through. He's amazing. Well, there you go. I mean, if that doesn't, you know, tip the scales. <laughs> in, right? Yeah. I will send that email right over to uh, Mr. Elway and Ellis right now. Um, please. Lori, please. enjoy uh, Wild Card Weekend. Real quick, we have 30 seconds to go. Uh, who wins the whole thing? Go Bills. I love that. I, me too. I'm pulling for the Bills. I like them. They totally suffered the too Bills. long. Too long. Yep. Have a great yep. weekend. You too. Thanks for humoring me this morning. <laughs> we love it every week. Lori Latimer <laughs> Volkman, editor, MileHighReport.com. Come on back, folks. One more segment to go in the week. Hope your day's off to a great start. This is the Morning Huddle.